Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Happy Friday! It's the last edition of the Colleen and Bradley Show for 2017 here on My Talk 1071. Everything. Whoa! Everything entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are out. They'll be back on Tuesday in their own show. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm Holly. I'm here with Kat Perkins. Thank you so much, Kat, for joining us once again. Thank you. This has been so fun. I don't want it to end. Oh. (laughs) And also, Ryan's been here all week. Ryan, thanks so much for hanging out. Yes, it's been a pleasure. You're a trooper, Ryan. Yeah, you are the trooper, spinning the wheels of steel and doing all the deeds. I've heard it all. You've heard it all. I've heard it all. Such a humble guy. (laughs) All right, well, let's start off today's show with something that I read last night, and I'm sure everyone has read by now, but actress Rosemarie passed away at the age of 94. This news just broke last night that she passed away earlier in the day yesterday, and uh, she, of course, was on the Dick Van Dyke show, but she was so much more, and I was actually looking up Rosemarie's Twitter account, I think the other night, because she's one of those old school celebrities that actually uses social media on the regular. Which is crazy to me, and I love it. Which I love it, too. I love it. And so she sent out a Christmas greeting, I think, earlier in the week, and she also has a documentary about her life that's going around the the circuits right now. And it's just, it's a delight. She was such a delight. And one of the things that I was thinking about last night is that, so Rosemarie was on Twitter earlier this week. Oh, gosh. Just earlier this week and very active on it. And 94 years old on Twitter. 94 years old on Twitter, right. (laughs) But I want you to listen to a clip of Rosemarie. And Ryan, it's the clip that's highlighted in the yellow. And this came out in 1929. Oh, my God. When talkies were first on the scene. So Rosemarie's career spanned... All of those generations. So this is little baby Rosemary singing on a two-reel Vitaphone from 1929. You're gonna lose your gal. Don't lose your pal. Acting like a mean old lover. Keep your kisses under cover. You wake up and soon Gonna get that way How can you be so conceited Take my heart 
Rose Marie singing a little jazzy tune. And you, what you don't see in the video is she has a little Louise Brooks jazz age bob. Oh, of course she does. And she's such a little ham. And it's so cute. So that was all the way back in the late 1920s. That's insane. When sound was a thing. <laughs> when, like, sound, like when sound was a novel speaking. thing. But people weren't speaking. But Rosemarie's <laughs> career spanned that long. She was in the talkies. She was a vaudeville actress. She was in radio. She was in the early days of television. In fact, she was probably one of the first performers to be on television, period. Because we have a clip here of Rosemarie singing all the way back in 1952. So this is back when wow. they didn't save TV archives. And so how the way that we have uh, old school TV shows now is that somebody was pointing a camera at an actual television and recording the live television broadcast that way. Oh my so gosh. that's how this footage was captured. And so here's Rosemarie all the way back in 1952 singing My Mama Says No No. Do you have this or do I have this? Uh, I sent you the link, actually. <laughs> you did. Yes, I did. I sent you that earlier. But anyways, so she was all the way back in the early days of television because, of course, she came from the world of radio, which begat from the world of vaudeville. So all of these kinds of mediums begat each other. And so she was also in there. And then, of course, we knew Rosemarie from the Dick Van Dyke show. So it's an incredible career. She, I was just reading this article here, and it says she toured yeah. in the musical Review for Girls with Rosemary Clooney, Helen O'Connell, and Margaret Whiting for eight years. That's a long run yeah, of the show. Yeah, that's a long run of the show. And, and if, she did a lot of guest hosting things and, and stuff like that in the 70s and the 80s, too. That's, that's, she had an incredible career. I can only hope that I have as long a career as she does, just doing what I love to do like she did. Right. So, of course, we're honoring Rosemarie today, passed away at the age of 94, but she wasn't the only celebrity that we lost in 2017. Because, of course, at the beginning of the year, bookended another passing from the Dick Van Dyke show. Mary That's Tyler right. Moore just died earlier this year, and Kat Perkins, you were a part of our hat toss in Nicolette Ball. We did this incredible tribute to her, did the hat toss, we went in and I held up a speaker, it was like old school 80s, and like oh it's like say anything it was perfect <laughs> and then we all sang we actually did it twice because it was so and i i cried and it was uh, a lot of people just honoring her and that was really cool but yeah two lost legends now mm-hmm. 2017 2017 yeah and uh i did want to mention though that it's really interesting that the cast of the dick van dyke show is really active on social media because dick van dyke he, you know, he like went viral last year. Remember when That's, he was in a Denny's right. and he did some kind of sing along? Carl right. Reiner, the creator of the Dick Van Dyke show, he also starred as Alan Brady on that show. He's very active on Twitter too. So there's something in the water at the Dick Van Dyke show. There is people doing that, and you know, other. In- I barely know how to use it. Jeez, <laughs> jeez. I know, right? <laughs> We're like, uh, Twitter. Okay, I'm just I'll picturing like my grandfather who just passed away last year at 94 using Twitter. I can't even. I can't even picture that. He didn't oh. even have a computer. Right, exactly. Well, and other notable losses that we had this year. Remember, Adam West passed away on June 9th at the age of 88. And also, old Roger school Batman, old the school Batman. Okay, the is that your is that your favorite Batman? I love it. Out of all the Batman, absolutely, hands down. My dad was a huge fan of the old school and introduced me to it as a little girl, and that's totally my fave. 
Totally your favorite. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pow. <laughs> exactly. Boom. Roger Moore died too. Uh, James Bond, he passed away on May 23rd. Also, Don Rickles, who was another guy who was very active on social media and on Twitter. Right. He passed away at the age of 90. And we also lost uh, Chuck Barris from the newlywed game and the dating game and the gong show. He passed away earlier this year. And also a classic of animation, June Foray, the voice of Rocky from Rocky and Boy Winkle. She did tons of stuff. Granny and Sylvester and Tweety. I may or may not have gone down an animation rabbit hole last night, but that's neither here nor there. I love there. it. One of them I forgot. <laughs> Bill Paxton. Yeah. We lost him. He was only 61 years old old this year i forgot about that yeah yeah i mean you know looking back and i think that the morning show mentioned this but like you know last year this time last year in 2016 we were just like could can we please can we be done can we be done (laughs) with 2016 because you have taken too many of our beloved celebrities so there's a lot of nonsense that was going on at the end of 2017 and we were all just exhausted but and we've lost a lot of people this year too but i don't know about you cat but i don't feel that sense of just like heaviness that i felt last year no i don't either i think every time we get to this point of it's almost the new year where we think about the good and the bad and we think we're ready for the next year but yeah i certainly don't feel like 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 i did in 2016 but But 2017 can go bye. Yeah, bye. Bye. We're ready. Yeah, there are some things that in 2017 that I was like, "Mm, that can go away. (laughs) Yes. That can totally go away. Yes. But, oh, well, alas. But we're getting ready for 2018. It is the last show of 2017 here on the Colleen and Bradley show. And we've got a lot to look forward to. You know, one of the things we're going to do with you, Kat Perkins, because you weren't here on Tuesday, but Rocco... Production guy Rocco was here. I heard. Yes, and we're going to play another round of a game that he invented called Twin Song. So this is how the the way that the game works. I'm scared. Don't be scared. I'm scared. It's all just your opinion, so you're going to be right either way. So the way that Twin Song works, we... (laughs) No copywriters were involved this week. They're all on vacation. So that's the name of the game. (laughs) It's two songs. Two songs with the same title, but they're different. So they're completely different songs. So, like, for example, we played the song Fame by David Bowie. Then we played the song Fame from the movie. Right. Very two big, big songs, big songs, big songs, same name, same name. So we're going to play that at one o'clock today. We also have uh, we also have. Some recommendations for some hangover movies or some things maybe on New Year's Day because I know y'all are going to be partying. Maybe. Maybe. Or even you're going to be staying inside because we looked at the weather this weekend and Cat Perkins is like, I'm not going to tailgate at the Vikings. I can't tailgate. (laughs) I'm going to lose a finger or something to frostbite. So We we care about your fingers, so maybe we have some (laughs) alternatives on what to do on New Year's Day. Love it. uh, At the bottom of the hour. And then also Paul McGuire Grimes is joining us and he's going to share his top three movies of the year. Love that because they're all good. Yeah, and he's so great at reviewing, and I trust his opinion always. Yeah, so he has lots of good opinions. He's going to be here at two fifteen to share those. And when we get back, we're going to do the dirt alert. We've got a a real housewives update. When we come back, here on my talk one zero seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are out. Holly Cat Perkins and Ryan are here. Elizabeth Reese is also out today. So we're going to hold down the fort during today's Dirt Alert. We got some real Housewives news. Ooh. 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 
Countess Luann has made the decision to go into rehab following her drunken Palm Beach arrest over the holiday weekend. She told Page Six in a statement, I have decided to seek professional guidance and will be voluntarily checking into an alcohol treatment center. She said, I'd intend to turn the unfortunate incident into a positive life-changing event. And she said, I sincerely apologize for my actions. I have the greatest respect for police officers and the jobs that they do. And she said that she's grateful for the love and support that she's receiving from her family, friends, and loyal supporters. So if you missed the story over the weekend, Countess Luann was arrested for disorderly intoxication, battery of an officer, resisting arrest, and making threats against a public servant early Sunday morning. And she was, this is what, she was discovered trespassing in a hotel room with an unidentified male. So they were at a hotel, they were down, you know, hanging out, having some drinks, doing whatever. Then they went back up to go into her hotel room, which was actually not her hotel room. Then she got mad and belligerent when they tried to kick her out of her not hotel room. And then it all just went downhill from there. And here's the deal. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't know why, but I am. And maybe it's just the end of the year. But (laughs) like (laughs) you said before, it's like some people make this rehab move just because they're like, oh my God, there's nothing left to do in the public eye, but just to go see. Well, I mean, there's one thing. It's like when Kevin Spacey goes to rehab, when Harvey Weinstein goes to rehab, yeah, Yeah, right. Like they're hanging out in Arizona. Right. But I think with her, this is probably truly a rock bottom and I hope she gets help and, you know, you can't act like that. Yeah. Get help. Yeah. You can't scream in the back of a squad car. I'm going to Blake and kill you. Oh my gosh. No, no, (laughs) no, not at all. All right, so I don't know if you had a good year, but Vin Diesel totally had a good year because surprisingly, he's been named the top grossing actor of 2017 by Forbes. This is the actor that 2017 deserves. I mean, sorry, I know that there are a lot of Vin Diesel fans out there, but the fact that he is the top grossing actor in the world of the year... Just That's completely baffles crazy. me. Okay, story. I have to tell you a story. Oh, please. I love it. So I am in Vegas on a impromptu trip because one of my favorite blues guys was playing down there, Joe Bonamassa. So we jumped a flight totally last minute and like got this little package, right? So we're, and we're at MGM and we're hanging out by the pool and it's like 80 degrees and we're literally in gen, gen pop, I like to call it. We're in gen pop, just general population, nothing special, just the pool. And to my left is Vin Diesel what? and his wife. And I had to like Google his wife just to make sure that it was him or like whatever. But in Gen Pop, so gr- top grossing actor just okay. So in- what you're saying is like he's a humble dude, I guess, hanging I mean, out at the pool at the can, MGM Grand. I'm assuming there's some sort of. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. VIP thing. I mean, there's even a VIP pool that you could pay to get into at MGM. So, like, I think Cher has her own pool at the MGM. <laughs> probably. And there he was, just with us. And I, of course, I didn't take the picture because I, I, I have a total phobia. Of you didn't do that, the thing but... where you were trying to take a selfie and then you lifted up the, you lifted up the camera behind you, and you're like, oh, oh I'm taking a picture of myself. Well, anyway, anyways, so he, he might be humble. So he might be humble. Okay, so giving him the the benefit of the doubt, yeah. even though Vin Diesel. <laughs> Might be a nice human being. His <laughs> acting is, nah, but yeah. Fate of the Furious, the latest Fast and Furious movie, grossed one point two billion dollars at the international box office. He was also in a Triple X sequel. Whoa! I think it was Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Whoa! Yeah, they're still making those movies, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So Didn't that know that. <laughs> Well, and speaking of Fast and Furious, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is at the number two spot on this list. He grossed $1.5 billion over the past year. He also starred in the movie Baywatch, which was a huge flop and nobody went to see. But some people are seeing Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Did you see Baywatch? No, I didn't. But funny because so many people get Vin Diesel and The Rock screwed up in their heads. They mix them up. Yeah, I don't know, you know. Well, because they're muscly guys. They're muscly and, and shaved action. heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shaved heads, right? Gal Gadot, number three on this list with Wonder Woman. $1.4 billion gross. And Emma Watson is fifth on this list with $1.3 billion gross, mostly for that live-action reboot of Beauty and the Beast. Wow. That was a really popular movie. It was one I of mean, the highest-grossing of the year. That's incredible. I did not see it, but I heard the hype around it, so... That's yeah, a lot of money. Everyone heard the hype yeah. around that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm of the unpopular opinion that I don't need to see these live action I, reboots. I don't either. But it's totally okay because they're for kids. Yeah, that's true. And they're for people who maybe have never experienced the movie because think we're true. like 25 years removed from the original Whoa. Beauty and the Beast being released. It just felt really old. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's not for me, but anyways, it was for a lot of people. So congratulations to all of those people. So we're getting some interesting inside intel on Meghan Markle. Apparently, she was shortlisted for a role in the next James Bond movie. What? Yeah, she was potentially going to be a Bond girl in the new James Bond movie. I didn't even know she was in the in the acting business. Like... Wait, what? I didn't know. I didn't what? know that. Is she really? What? I didn't know that. What? Cat Perkins? This is a safe space, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to my Google machine. Yes, please go to your Google machine. Is she That's an actress? A, yeah, she's totally an actress. Oh, she's God. On, she's on the uh, US. Where have I been? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But. Oh, yeah, American actress. I see it now. <laughs> oh, Meghan Markle, she was on the USA show Suits for seven seasons oh. until she wasn't. Well, and then also she was like a, a case girl for Deal or No Deal. Remember that show with Howie Mandel oh, back in the she day? she was? Yes. She was one of the ladies that helped suitcases. You're blowing cases. my mind right now. <laughs> yes. So, well, okay. So what I'm saying, what I'm telling you, Sorry. Kat, it's okay if you didn't know I that didn't Meghan know. Markle was an actress. Because, oh. I didn't know. Yeah. And she did like one-off things on a lot of CBS procedurals and other things like that. But anyways, Meghan Markle, apparently James Bond producers were watching her on suits and they liked what they saw and they were going to offer her 
perhaps a chance to audition to be one of uh, the Bond girls in the upcoming James Bond movie. Well, I have to say, looking at this picture uh, with this article, she could be. I mean, she's just as gorgeous as all the Bond girls. She has this kind of throwbacky, this glamour that, that yeah. I think all the Bond girls have. So yeah. what happened? Well, she got engaged <laughs> to Prince Harry. That's, That's what it. happened. And so now she has another gig, not acting anymore. And so they said that, you know, once she got engaged to Harry, it sealed the deal with her being off limits for casting. I'm happy. I'm happy for that because I wouldn't want to see uh, her hook up with uh, Daniel Craig. Really? No, nah, I wouldn't want to see that. Why That's not? Just, you know, it would just uh, kind of destroy the, the the illusion, the pomp and circumstance of her being oh, married yeah, to you're Harry. Oh, yeah. You're a royalist, aren't you? Uh, That's yeah, right. I got that. Like, Ryan is totally he's the, the resident royalist. royalist. Yeah, he's a resident royalist. She here. is off limits to you, Daniel. Sorry. Oh, there was even a finger whack with that, Ryan. I'm there glad was. that you're so passionate. And uh, finally, before we go, wanted to let you know that there's an Italian clothing company called Steve Jobs that just won a trademark <laughs> battle against Apple. And now they can use Steve Jobs' name on all of their merch. I love that. Wow. So watch out for Steve. So here's a Steve lesson to all Jobs of you kids. Merch. Trademark your names before you die. Dude, what am yeah. I doing? I mean, get I'm, on it. I'm late to the game. File a patent. Do what you got. Or <laughs> trademark. Do I don't know. Yeah. Registered trademark. Something. Tattoo on you. All right. Well, 651-641-1071. That is the number you need to call if you want to play the 30-second pop culture challenge when we come back from this break. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Questions, 30 seconds, you can win a prize, but only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are out today. I'm Holly. I'm here with Kat Perkins. I'm here with Ryan and it's time to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. All right. Today we have Molly playing and Ryan, what is Molly playing for today? She is playing for a four-pack of movie passes to see Ferdinand at participating Twin Cities AMC theaters. All right, Molly. I, uh, the timer is going to begin after I read you the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Molly. Here we go. Beyonce first became famous as part of what girl group? Child. Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison, and Amy Winehouse all passed away at what age? 27. Real Housewife Kyle Richards is the aunt of what celebrity? Is, I'm sorry, is what? Is the aunt of what celebrity? Oh, uh, Paris Hilton. What is the name of Scooby-Doo's nephew? Shaggy. Uh, no, uh, Scrappy. Uh, who was the original host of The Tonight Show on NBC? Johnny Carson? No. Jay Leno? No. Oh, so Molly. Oh, girl, you were awesome. That was so good, Molly. That was so good. The original host of The Tonight Show on NBC was Steve Allen. That's hard. How do they get hard on the last one? All right, but Molly, congratulations. You got four of those right, and thank you so much for playing today. Thank you. Thank you. And you can play the 30-second pop culture challenge every weekday at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. You got to throw in a hard one at the end. You do, but wow. Steve Allen. I would have said Johnny Carson, too. I would have said Johnny Carson. Yeah, I I just had to make it hard. I was like, you know what? She got scrappy. But but she got scrappy, too. That was scrappy. She got the 27 Club question. She got Destiny. I mean, she got them all. 
She so, got them all. So Molly should be feeling good today. Absolutely. Knowing that she got all of those. All right. Well, that was the 30-second pop culture challenge. Now we are moving on to something we like to do at this time of day. We like to read you two celebrity blind items from the website crazydaysandnights.net. We do it in a little segment called Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right, so this first blind item is an unverified one, so we don't have an official name attached to it. Here we go. This old, foreign-born, permanent A++-less singer-musician got absolutely hammered at a party this past week and played versions of some of his most massive hits. Apparently, he made all the versions R to X-rated, and absolutely everyone loved it and no had no idea that he had those versions in his head. So think okay. old, foreign-born, permanent old A plus plus. Now A plus plus. When it's A plus plus on CrazyDaysAndNights.net, that means that every single person knows this person's name. Like everybody, everybody. Ozzy Osbourne, maybe. What? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> it's B- it's Bieber. Just give me the ding. He would be foreign born though. That, that's true. Yeah. Um, now think like old ev- foreign born. Everybody knows. List A plus plus. Mick Jagger. Ah! You're getting warmer though. Oh, okay. Keith Richards. Oh. Keith? Yeah. Keith? Keith. Keith. Um. Mm. Now the answer that I'm saying that is correct is the one that the majority of comments from crazydaysandnights.net are attributing this blind item to. So that means, and I agree. Like reading that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, so it's this person. Now, think this person is so massively famous. I would say that they're probably one of the most famous people on the planet. Oh, man. Paul McCartney. Ding me. Oh, <laughs> Perfection. Perfection. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> exactly. Apparently, if you're to believe this blind item, Paul McCartney was making all of his famous ditties a little X-rated for everybody. You know what? I hope this is true. <laughs> I hope. I would love to see him just riffing at a party and, and doing, you know, the, the the lyrics you've always had in your head that you can't say all that. Yeah, <laughs> and you totally know that Paul McCartney would do it because even though he was the nice, cute Beatle man, the Beatles were raunchy as all get out. Okay. Like if you read some of the biographies of the Beatles in their early days, they were wild. They were crude. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you be massive they, stars in they that wore, era? They wore leather pants. Yes. All right. Question for both of you. Okay. Yeah. If you could see the Rolling Stones or the Beatles at their peak, which which would you pick? Rolling Stones, hand down, hands down. Okay. Beatles, hands down. <gasps> Night. Ooh. Okay, explain yourself. Um, I think you know the Rolling Stones are just more my alley. That yeah. sort of harder rock, like edgy stuff. Okay, I guess. so for you, Cat Perkins, when is the peak of the Rolling Stones? Because the Rolling Ooh. Stones have been around for fifty plus years. So this question that Ryan's asking, I feel like give me like <sighs> maybe like a five year window of when you think that they would have been at their peak. God, I don't know. I mean, I didn't get in, into them until way late because they're right. before my time, but. Yeah. But I guess for me, I mean, I I think seventies. Okay. All right. Seventy five. You okay. know, in there maybe. All right. All right. I don't know. I mean, that's maybe just made up in my head. Well, I mean, is, isn't everything made up in all of our <laughs> heads? Guess. Namaste to that. Now, Beatles. Yeah. 
When do you think that they're, I mean, I, they had a journey. Well, they had a journey. And what I want to go in on the Beatles journey is before they got famous. I want to see the Beatles do oh. one of those all night gigs in Hamburg where they were just hammering it at home and they were just totally like drilling it for 10 hours at a time. Sure. Because if you listen to some of the bootlegs from the Beatles, I think there's like one from the Star Club and the Top 10 Club. And those are the places that they played in Hamburg, Germany in the early 60s before they, before Beatlemania and all of that. And they were tight. They sure. were and they were good. They were tight. They did a lot of rock and roll covers because by the time they got to be like, you know, 65, if you listen to some of their live albums, I think one came out last year, the Beatles at the Hollywood Bowl. It sounds oh, cool. Like a jet airliner. Like really? You play the tracks from the Beatles Live at the Hollywood Bowl that was just remastered, and it's just scream. Wow. And I think they're so just like, okay, we're going to go on to the next one. All right, here we go. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. And it's like 30 minutes. The whole concert is like 30 minutes long. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, long story short. You know what? Totally I totally want to see the Beatles. <laughs> but I, I do have to, I do have to yeah. be honest in the safe space. I, yeah. I, I did not really get into the Beatles. Here's wow. the deal. Like, I totally appreciate what they did for music. And I've got some favorite tracks, you know, you know and like yeah. all of that. But I just, I was never, like, I have a guitar player in my band. His name is Casey. And he's just, he loves the Beatles. And yeah. he's just all about that. And I just, I, I never really got into it like that, you know? Totally. And maybe not the Rolling Stones either, but definitely Rolling Stones. More. Yeah, just because they have that edge. Mick and yeah. Keith, they were dangerous. Hide your daughters. And Mick and Keith are coming to town. We saw them at TCF. You How know? were they? Oh my God. I'm telling you, Mick can still move and like sing. And I, I Mick. And you know how big that stage was at TCF? I was like, he was walking all the way across. I'm telling you, I sometimes I'm at like a casino stage and I get winded walking across the entire stage. And Mick and Keith are just huffing and puffing and totally rocking it and owning that stage. I mean, they are special... They're special humans, and they <laughs> they still got it. Uh, all right. Oh well, Brian. What about you? Rolling Stones or Beatles? Who would you like to yeah, have seen at their peak? See, you, you guys are both right here. I mean, the right. Stones. You you, you want to go to the Stones concert? You want to be slamming a bottle of whiskey yes. and get into a fight? Yeah, have just a great time doing it. <laughs> Beatles. You want to sit in a sit in a field. Drop some acid and find yourself. Yeah, so they're both like, very different. Both very different directions. <laughs> yeah, but see, here. I want the Beatles because the Beatles, before they got famous, were like the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. and wild and crazy that's, and that's get true. drunk and smash bottles into your head and. Blah! Ultimately, though, I would have to go with the Beatles. All, All right, right. Mm-hmm. I only do that because <laughs> two I'm a, against I'm, I'm a Beatles obsessed. So, although, but see, again, I would totally see the Rolling Stones, 1969 to 1974. Thank yeah, you. yeah, there you go. All right, thank yeah. you. All right, that's shall good. we move on to the next? Yes, blind verified, item. Oh my God. verified blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Blinded by the item. You know that serial cheating foreign bore an A-list mostly movie actor who finally got busted cheating with the B-list actress? Well, he's cheating on that actress <laughs> with some random retail clerk he recently met. Let us not lose sight of the fact that he's still married, too. Serial cheating, foreign-born. Yeah, so foreign-born actor cheating on his wife with this <laughs> B-plus-list actress. Now, these two starred in a TV show together earlier this year. Hmm. They were co-stars, romantic co-stars, and then they announced that they were a couple in real life. Oh, man. He's still married to his wife, by the way, during all of this. Hmm. First of all, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, hmm. You mm. might know this actor from such roles as 
Obi-Wan Kenobi? Ian McGregor. Oh! Yes. So who was his co-star earlier this year on TV? Did Fargo come out this year? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> who is it? What was her name? Oh, I, I, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winston. Yes. yes, and Ewan McGregor is apparently cheating on her with a retail clerk. And by the way, he's still married to his wife, and they have been married for over 20 years. You dog, Ewan McGregor. Okay, public service uh, announcement to Ian McGregor. Uh, stop dating. Just you don't, you don't have to date. <laughs> right. You don't have to be married. Just go do your thing. Be you, Ewan. Just, like, you don't have you. to be in a relationship no, with somebody if you don't want to be. Take that? that retail clerk out for a second. Yeah. But don't get involved. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I need to know what happens yeah. on the set of Fargo because didn't Reese Witherspoon marry from from season two of Fargo? Didn't Reese Witherspoon marry that other actor who was in it? Kirsten also, Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I get, I get her mixed having, up. And she's having a child with, with Jesse Plemons. That's amazing. That's amazing. What's in the water over there? Oh, no. All right. Well, that. <laughs> Fargo. Oh, oh, no. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, so that was Blinded by the Item, and we gave you two celebrity blind items from crazydaysandnights.net. It's always a lot of fun trying to figure out who exactly they're talking about. All right. When we come back, I've got a question for you, and we want your hangover show recommendations. What are the shows that you're going to be binging on New Year's Day? When it's 14 below zero outside. You don't want to go out. And you're possibly hungover or you're just completely rocking the hermit life. So I got really excited. I actually put something on my hangover show recommendations and you'll actually be able to watch it on Netflix starting January 1st. So I'm real excited to tell you what that is. And Kat's going to share hers. So will Ryan. And so will you. If you call 651-641-1071, we'll get back on The Colleen and Bradley Show. Share your hangover show recommendations with us here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are Al, Holly, Kat Perkins, and Ryan are in. And what are you going to be watching on New Year's Day when you're totally hungover or you're rocking the hermit life? Give us a call, 651-641-1071. We want to hear your recommendations. I think we all have some recommendations for you. And I was so excited to see that my hangover recommendation is actually going to be able to happen because I put this down on the grid. I was like, okay, what do you like to watch every new year's day when you're in total couch lock, you're not getting up, you're not leaving the house. And the thing that I love to put on is the Godfather and Godfather part two. Why not three? It doesn't count, Ryan. (laughs) It doesn't count. And it doesn't count. And lo and behold, 
I open up the internet this morning and I see that the Godfather trilogy. Now, if you want to watch three, you can. The whole trilogy <laughs> will be able to will be available for, for streaming on Netflix starting oh on January first. Oh my goodness! Now, if you have not watched Godfather and Godfather Part Two, please do yourself a service. Cancel all your plans on Monday. Get yourself some snacks, a nice snuggly warm blanket. A heated blanket like you. Yes, a heated (laughs) blanket like me. And just put on Godfather 1 and then watch Godfather 2. And then you can thank me on Tuesday. (laughs) I went through a huge Godfather phase. Oh, for sure. When I was was an angsty teenager. Like, these guys were... These guys are the real deal, you know. Yeah. They, they ain't some Sopranos chumps. <laughs> no, like, this is how you got to do it. It's so sweeping, and it's such an epic story, and it's something that I don't even think I appreciated until I was older, and I watched Godfather and Godfather Part Two back to back. But that is a good one to watch when you're totally hungover and you don't have anywhere to go, and you'll be able to do it on Monday. So I'm really excited. I've got my Monday plans. Woo! Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. <laughs> Okay, so I I I don't do the movie thing um, for my hangover thing. I, I'm more like I like the half an hour or hour increments, um, and you I like binge small chunks. Yeah, small chunks. I'm a huge small chunk fan. <laughs> but mine would be throwing it way back now. I guess we have to say way back to Sex in the City. Just every oh, single perfect, season, perfect. I mean, you can last for days on that. <laughs> yes, and I love it. No, and they have it on. E channel, it's all edited, but yeah. I like the Ridge. You need you need the DVDs for that. I one. do have the DVDs, the uncensored so. ones. I, they're good. They're, it's just like little bedtime stories that you it can is. watch over and over again. I, I like know all the lines, but you can also take a nap if if you like fall asleep. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's my that's yeah. my. If go-to. you lose consciousness, it's okay. It's fine. You can pick up back where you started. Absolutely, not a big deal. Yeah, uh, we do have Matt on the line. Matt's calling us. Matt, what's your hangover show you like to watch? Um, it can usually be any movie, but this time, since I've only watched Stranger Things season two once, I'm going to start with season one and then work my way up to season two. Nice. So you can watch it again. You can fire it up. And if you fall asleep, it's not totally a big deal, right? Exactly. I just go back and watch it. And FYI, Godfather overrated. (gasps) Man, oh, scandalous. I recommend that you go back and watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. All right. Here's my here's my secret. Oh, okay, what? I think Stranger Things is kind of overrated too. Oh! Clap, clap. But clap, I liked. Clap. But that being said, I like Stranger Things. You know what? I can't do it. I I tried two episodes and I just I can't get there. And my sister yeah. was like, "Keep going, keep going." I'm like, I can't, I can't. I haven't watched season two yet. I, I haven't watched it yet. I just it came out at the end of October, and I was like. Oh, am I going to watch it? And then I've just watched so many other things and I just put it off and put it off and put it off. Isn't that crazy how it just speaks to like when, when that happens, when there's a massive amount of people that just love it and they just, they're so into it. And then I just, when I, and I can't get there and then I feel bad. Like, what am I not normal? No, not at (laughs) all. Right. You have like cult show regret where it's just like, okay, so many people are into this show right? and people are talking about it. And I got the hype. Stranger Things was such a surprising phenomenon I think for so many people right. and I really appreciate appreciated it for its homages to yes. to the 80s and I got it and We're I'm children like children of the 80s yeah, like, yeah. and I'm like the font is on point and all this stuff but and then I I liked it when I watched it but then I'm like I like I'm not here for season two no. And I and I want to. I want to be a part of it. It's like I want to be a part of the group. But yeah, me too. I want to be part of it. And I want to 
have the conversations at the parties and I can't. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry. Okay. Where, what about you? Sorry. Oh, yeah, Ryan. For Stranger Things? Well, no, or just, just like a show. Your hangover. Your hangover oh. show. Um, you know, The Office and Parks and Rec are always uh, good. Mm-hmm. Those are always fantastic. Oh, the Office, yes. The um, Office is amazing. You know, you can just binge watch that and you're going to get a laugh every time regardless. Like you're a guaranteed a good laugh. Agreed. Um. Otherwise, yeah. Those those two are fantastic. I'm trying to think. I, not Family Guy. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like Family Guy <laughs> either. What made you think of Family Guy? Well, I, that's because it's I, always on. I have that's a, true. I have a friend who uses that as white noise. Yes. At, to go to sleep, he just throws Family Guy on. My husband figure can do that too. He loves it, and he and I find him giggling at it. I'm like, it's not funny to me. <laughs> Ryan, yeah. does your friend watch new episodes, or does he just throw on the classic ones? I just, the, you know, just the classics, just the classics. When I ever watch Family Guy, like I don't watch it. I don't, you know, routinely watch it when it's on Fox. Uh, I think it's on Sundays. So whenever I decide, right. like I need, uh, let's see what's up with Family Guy here, and you just throw on the new episodes. I think they're on Hulu. Yeah. And it's always great. It's always great. I, I can I can dig a little Family Guy. Not too much, though. And here's the girl hating on Family Guy who watches SpongeBob like it's going out of style. That That's my white noise SpongeBob go to bed. SpongeBob would be tough hungover. Yeah, it would be. A it would little be tough bit. hungover. To go to bed, I can do it. And I laugh, and it's great. Sponge, <laughs> SpongeBob got funnier it as you got older. Right. It, it's, knew, it's funnier. It's more surreal it's as the, the show ages. Because they knew how many adults were actually watching Exactly. It. If you're just joining us, this is a Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. One and we're talking about our hangover movie recommendations for New Year's Day. If you've got one, call us 651-641-1071. These are the comfort shows, oh. the comfort movies, the things that you can put on and enjoy for six hours at a time. And if you take a nap, it's okay. I had a friend that uh, that did this similar thing, only it was when he was sick. So he would like text me and be like, he would be like, I'm Lord of the Rings sick. Mm. Yeah, That meant he was binge watching all of the movies oh. and he was that sick and it was going to take him a few days to recover. <laughs> right. I haven't done a Lord of the Rings session in a long time. That could have, be a good have, one. Have you been that sick recently? No, no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty healthy guy, knock on wood here, but uh, it, no, I, I really need to hit that one hard here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And always for me, it's The Simpsons. Seasons three through nine only. Oh, very particular. For for a hangover show, because I know those shows by heart. I know all of oh. the lines. It's like you, Cat, with Sex in the City. Yes. It's just like you know all the lines. You know it. You know it. You know all the beats and the <laughs> laughs, and you're just watching it. You're like, and then there'll be jokes and other things that you forget because you haven't visited right. them in a long time. And you're just like, oh, it's just, it's a nice, warm hangover hug. That's so and you true. you got your snacks and your, and your heated blanket and you're doing the things and so yeah i love all of those and you know at the office i'm glad that ryan brought that up because uh that one the lines are classic and it's one of those things those shows it's only been off the air for four years but then you go back and revisit it and you're like oh my gosh those episodes are so funny and they are so classic by the way a little cat trivia here um yeah cat facts i like to call it hashtag cat facts <laughs> yeah. uh, i grew up in scranton north dakota which is literally named after scranton pennsylvania where the office is set um we were a mining town named after that town so i have a nice little scranton connection there <laughs> nice and also the classic i feel like the classic thing to watch the classic hangover show for New Year's Day is the Twilight Zone Marathon on the Sci-Fi Network, where they show every single episode of the Twilight Zone. I mean, that show, if you go back and watch some of those crazy episodes, it is fantastic. I think that they're doing the full New Year's Marathon this year, so that is very exciting. All right, Love it. Love it. All right. When we come back, 
We're going to have a very special guest in studio. We're going to have Rocco join us. We're going to play a little music game. Kat hasn't had a chance to play it, so we want her opinion. Okay. On the game Twin Songs. When we come back on My Talk 107.1.